Today we're gonna we're gonna start to talk about um, how to how to break away, how to uh, some eights of how to do tshuva, how to possibly um, how to possibly clean ourselves from this very uh, dangerous from this very dangerous soyan, uh, dangerous this dangerous yetsahara. That a person has. The first thing the person needs to know is that a person can always do tshuva. Can always do tshuva. There's no, there's no possibility for anybody to not do tshuva. Even though the Mishnah in Pirkei Avos says that uh, certain certain Rishoyim don't have the ability, or not, not that they don't have the ability, that uh, it's not put in their yad to do tshuva. Yeah, Yerovim ben Nevat. That the Mishnah says that it's not in his hands to do tshuva. It doesn't mean that he doesn't have the ability to do tshuva. Haraya, the Gemara in Sanhedrin says that Hashem came to Yerav and Ben Nevat to tell him to do tshuva. It's just that it's very hard when a person is uh, so deep in chait. It's very, very hard to do tshuva. And... Uh, and the person needs to really, really put in a lot of effort, but not it's never impossible. It's never impossible to do tshuva. Yeah. So tshuva, tshuva is always is always possible. Is and the shamas are pure. And the shamas are pure. And uh, and we just have garbage put on top of it, unfortunately. And we gotta clear away that garbage. Lamaise to go what we call uh, cold turkey, to go you know, to break away completely, I'm never going to do this ever again, is, um, is impossible. Almost, almost impossible. Any person who knows who constantly does something, somebody who wants to quit smoking and just like stop completely without doing anything, it's extremely, extremely difficult. Somebody who has a different problem, a drug problem, an alcohol problem, it's not impossible. Are there people... It, it says in general that a person has to has to go kitsoni to the other direction, but but what that means in a, in a practical sense doesn't always mean okay, just totally stop. Sometimes it's not practical to totally stop. It's just, it's just not it's not possible. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it's not. Yeah, a person a person who, for example, um, has a drinking or a smoking problem and he wants to quit, so. Part of the ways of doing that could be, you know, um, not going into the store to buy anymore. Yeah, but even that's not going to be 100% possible because these might always be in places where, there are, where it's just available. Yeah, or he has some kind of lock on his credit card that uh, won't let him buy from certain stores. I don't know. We can make up some all kinds of different things that a person can forcefully put themselves in a place where they just can't have it anymore. But in our situation, for the most part, it's that's very, very difficult. Yeah, I'll just take a, take a second again to mention um, that this is this is an, a very good reason that a person needs to have uh, filters on their on their various devices where they can get access to all kinds of things that you're not supposed to look at because that is going to be another, it's extremely, extremely difficult to break away from something like this, that, uh, that a person in general, you know, can see all the time. If you have it at the click of a button, then you have it at the click of a button. If it's so easy, so then you will look at it all the time. 
A person certainly needs to do his best to keep away from these things and put himself in a situation where he cannot see it, where it's not possible to look. That's not going to help all the people on the street. That's not going to help if you need to go to place, from place to place, per se. But who says that I have to walk in this area at this time? Who says? Sometimes you don't have a choice, but a lot of times we do have choices. A lot of times we can, we can uh, if you're Bishas Maisa, it's very, very difficult. But who says you have to be there? Who says you have to go to those places? Who says you have to see those things? It's not, it's not a person doesn't have to put himself in that matzav. And that's the best, best way of dealing with most of these issues is just don't go there in the first place. Block yourself, prevent yourself from doing it. Because it's normal to have these Yetzirah, like we mentioned many times before. It's very normal. So why put yourself into that mokum in a mokum salkana? Lamaisa, getting back to our discussion, going without, you know, just, I'm totally stopping. I'm not. That's very, very difficult. It's very difficult. So what can a person do? So the first thing a person can do is, first of all, sit down and think about it. Yeah, that's the first step. The first step to dealing with a problem is recognizing you have the problem. That's one of the biggest steps. Yeah. <laughs> person who, a person, I, I, yeah, I just, uh, just talking with somebody recently about um, somebody that he knows who has a drug addiction. Yeah, he's, he, he has an addiction to a certain type of drug. And he, he I asked this person, has, has, has uh, this person ever been to therapy? One I was talking, has he ever been to therapy? So he said no. And he went on to explain to me that the, that the person we were talking about, um, obviously he knew them well, he knew this person well enough to be able to answer that question. And he said, no, he he really thinks what he's doing is right. He has like a homahalich, why what he's doing is like a great thing. So once you have a once you have a mahalich, once you think what you're doing is is right, so then there's no we can't help you anymore. You, you have to come to the realization first that this is not okay. Once you, go, you come to that realization, now we can stop. And we can think and we can try to plan. What can we do to fix this? What can we do to work on this? <clears throat> so the first suggestion here is to create short-term goals. To create a marech is where you're going to be careful for a certain point of time in the day. And in order to, to make this uh, really uh, a, good, a good suggestion, it has to be, first of all, very easy to be, to be successful in it. And it oh, but it still has to be like somewhat, somewhat a little bit challenging. For example, if a person is going to say, okay, during the hours of 10.30 in the morning, 10.30 to, to, to 12.45 in the morning, I'm going to be careful. So that's pretty easy because you're going to be in yeshiva during those times anyway, and uh, and uh, you never really had a problem during those times anyway, so, like, have you done anything? So you can make it a little bit, first of all, maybe, I won't make it only on yeshiva days, I'll make it on every day. Well, well there are some days I'm on the street during that time, okay. we can, Everybody can work out for themselves. My walk from yeshiva to my home, that's, that's the time that I'm working on. One, 10 minute span of my day. That's where I'm working on it. Yeah? That, that 10 minutes is my time that I'm working on. I'm going to work on it. And I'm going to make a plan. What am I going to do during those 10 minutes? During those 10 minutes on my walk, I'm going to listen to music. 
I'm gonna keep my head down, and before I walk out, I'm gonna think about that. I'm that uh, this is what I'm doing. This is where one of the places where where uh, yeah. The point is, is that you need to win a little bit. You need to create a situation where you're winning, where you're beating the Yetzirah, even if it's an easy Yetzirah, an easier Yetzirah. You're still winning. I won here. I won here. And it starts very, very small, very little. We don't try with the hardest times. The hardest times of the day are, don't try, don't start with those days, those times. Little victories make a big deal. We might not think so. Yeah, my person might come and say, yeah, come on. Yeah, so okay. So I was, I was very good when I was walking, when I was walking for those 10 minutes. Yeah, but as soon as I got home, okay, you know what? We have to start somewhere. We have to start, we have to start with little things. And if we don't, if we don't start with little things, then we're not gonna end, we're not gonna, we're not gonna finish either. We're not gonna get anywhere. Little victories make a big difference. A lot of this, a lot of doing tshuva, a lot of changing oneself over is psychological. A lot of it is the feeling that I can or cannot do it. And it, wherever you think you are, that's where you are. If a person thinks he's in a place where I can do it, then he can. And if a person thinks that he's in a place that he can't do it, then in economy, he's not going to be able to. That is really the main, the main psychological factor in beating the Eitzahara, really in anything. Uh, like, look, we need, to, we need to know, be honest with yourself. You need to understand where you are, where am I holding, and I can't ask for myself things that I push it, just can't do. But to say that one day I won't be able to do it, yeah, to make a form of a plan where I'm going to start a little bit at a time to be careful over here, be careful over there, and start winning and getting to a mindset of I really can do this. It's very hard, but I really can. Then you already are a winner. Yeah, that's what a Kodesh Baruch Hu wants. A Kodesh Baruch Hu wants to see you work. He wants to see, and he will give you success. He'll help you see success. As long as you stay positive, as long as you come with that perspective of, uh, I can do this, if a person comes from that perspective, then he will. He'll be able to. And a person can always start. You can always start fresh. And you can always convince yourself that you can. And there's no really, everybody can. You know, and there's stories in the Gemara about people who said that they couldn't do it, yeah? Acher, it says, Elisha ben Everybody can do tshuva, even except, even me, even except for me. Nobody can, and that's really that's what destroyed him. That that is the nakuda that destroyed him because he really thought I don't I don't have the ability to tshuva, do tshuva. Yeah, here the Bosco, whatever. No, the, the the irony of it, yeah, is that is that Elish, is that the Elazar uh, ben Dardai, a rebel Elazar ben Dardai, the Gemara calls. Yeah, brev, yeah. Yeah. I wondered that. Uh, how did he do tshuva? What was the what was the what was the push that got him to do tshuva? He went to the left. The fact the fact that this lady said to him, "You can't do tshuva." The fact that she said to him, "You can't do tshuva." That's what pushed him. Lemaise, it's, so it's 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 a bit ironic, yeah, because. Because it, it, it was at that point that he realized how low he had sunk. Uh-huh. Yeah? 
and that's what the, in the in the, I think they call it in in technical terms or in in uh, you know in in terms of uh, therapy they call it hitting rock bottom. Yeah, a lot of times a person a person can't do tshuva because because he doesn't realize how low he's gone. He doesn't realize how bad things have gotten for him. Only when a person hits rock bottom, when he realizes how terrible he is, that is when a person can 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 fix himself. But if a person really even never never fixes himself, so sometimes that's what it comes from. Sometimes it comes from knowing that I really am good and I really can do better. And sometimes it comes from a person saying, I I, I am so horrible. I'm so horrible. Now, a person is it's dangerous to, to, to reach that point because not everybody bounces when they hit the when they hit the bottom. Yeah, not everybody does that bounce. Some people just stay there. Or it's like the Galgal that yeah. more bottom than this you just can cannot be, so you have to go up. Yeah, or you just end up staying yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. Right. There, there, there are a lot. There are, yeah, there are a lot of people out there that you hear stories about how they hit rock bottom and they were able to come back up. But what you the stories you don't hear is the people who hit, who hit rock bottom and then commit suicide. Yeah, those are the stories you don't hear. Yeah, those are the stories of the people who who. Once they hit rock bottom, they know exactly how the low they are, and therefore they have no re- more reason to live. And that's uh, so this is not the, the, the proper mahalich. Well, let's wait till he hits rock bottom. Yeah, that's not a, a great mahalich, because although it does happen that people who hit rock bottom do bounce back up, not it doesn't happen to everybody. Yeah, and even if they do, sometimes they don't really jump back up that much higher. So, and they're in danger of falling back again. They're, that's not a mahalach. The better... So that was, he was miyuchad. He was miyuchad. He hit rock bottom and he was able to jump back up. But even that was a very short span of time. He didn't live very long after that. And uh, in their other, their other stories in Chazal, the, the, the nephew of uh, Yosef ben Yoezer, who also ah, did tshuva, and he, uh, and he killed himself. I mean, it, it says that he gave himself Arba Mises Bezdin, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, because he felt that he deserved it, whatever that means. Lemaise, he he was not alive within a very short time after he decided to do tshuva. So it's not exactly the greatest mahalach to do that. The better, much more uh, positive mahalach is to be positive. You have a holy neshama inside of you, and... That holy neshama never, never gets tainted just because you put garbage on it. You never lose that holy neshama, the purity of that neshama, just because you throw garbage on it. We just have to clear the garbage away. Lemaise, just, just being on the path, just being on the derech, should give you chizuk. Like we mentioned here before, yeah. By by trying to fix what you've done wrong with your eyes, that's called eye therapy. Yeah, you're giving therapy to your eyes. You're trying to not look is fixing what you're is fixing Whatever what you what you what you did look at. A few more aces, a few more aces that we just want to talk about today. And the same on the same the same derech we're talking about being positive. A very good aitza to to building yourself up in this area is by feeling good about your Yiddish guide in other areas. A person, a person who he knows that he has a problem with Shmir Sinayim, 
and uh, and the things that come out from Shemir Sinayim also. So he might feel all the time very, very low. He might feel very discouraged, very, very down. And that's really just a tool of the Yetzirah. The Yetzirah wants him to feel that way, so he'll do more of Eretz. So what we need to do is we need to work on the opposite, and you can work on the opposite in many ways. Being happy, being excited about Yiddishkeit in other areas. You're doing well in a different area. I'm really great in Kibbutzabe Aim. I'm, I'm, my Kriyashma is very good. I'm very makbid in Kriyashma Alamita. I'm very makbid on Asher Yatzer. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, you know, I work very hard to get to davening on time, to seder on time. Other areas of your avodas Hashem, I'm learning well. Other areas of your avodas Hashem which are going well, be mechazik, be mechazik those and take chizik from that. The Yitzhahara wants you to feel terrible. He wants you to feel horrible. Don't let him. You should feel good. Feel good about all the other areas in, in Yiddishkeit that you're doing well in. The warmth, the excitement that comes from a beautiful tzvilah, whether it be here in Karlibach, where it's very warm and exciting on a Friday night or Shabbos day, or in any other area of your avodas Hashem that you're that you're you're succeeding in, be happy, be be excited about about those things. Keep positive. The more a person does that, the easier it'll be for him when it comes to the harder things. And then we said, take it a little step. The harder things are, you do a little little step, a little step. He'll feel good about himself, and it'll give him koyach. It will give him koyach to be successful in those areas too. Learning Musr is a very, very important thing. It's extremely important. People, a lot of times guys don't want to hear it. They're not interested. There are different Musr Swarim out there. And every person has to find the Musr Safer that they connect to, that they feel talks to them, that they feel that they're, you know, this gives me more chizuk in my avoidance Hashem. If a person is learning a particular Musr Safer and it's just like they're coming out of it either with not really very much or sometimes a negative attitude, or they feel like it can be, it can be, you know, there can be very different extremes in this area. Some uh, some people might say, oh, this is a little bit too much fluff for me. I'm like, I don't, I don't feel like there's anything really here. Some people might say, this is a little bit too hard for me. It's a little bit too in your face. I can't handle that. Some people might say, you know, I need something a little bit more practical. Some people might say, I need a little something a little bit more theoretical, more hashkafadik. Everybody's got to find the safer that talks to them. And most of the time, you're putting, you're putting an effort. It shouldn't take too long to find that safer. It, shouldn't really, it really shouldn't. Because the Kodesh Baruch who knows you want, you want, you really want to do this, the Kodesh Baruch who will, will send you Siyat Yishmaya. To, to find it, to find the Karusa, to find the, find the Sefer that, uh, that speaks to you. I remember when I was a Bacher and uh, I was having trouble with, with, uh, with something. And uh, I went to one of the Rabbanim in the yeshiva that I was in. And he suggested reading learning a, why don't you learn this Musa Sefer? Okay. So I started reading it, started learning it. And I'm like, this is so not for me. <laughs> yeah, this is not, this is not, uh, this is not the Sefer for me. And that was it. Yeah, I don't know how I got through the whatever that particular difficulty was, but I knew this safer wasn't for me, so I'll, I'll learn a different safer. Right? Yeah, not every safer is for every person. There are a lot of wonderful 
svarim out there. Though. Shalim, there are yeah. a lot of wonderful svarim, and not every one is for every person. Lemaisa, lemaisa. Whatever you're doing, you should do it every day. You should do it every day. There has to be a certain consistency. Every day. Every day doesn't mean there has to be a half hour every day. It doesn't have to be 20 minutes every day. It doesn't have to be 10 minutes every day. But if we're going to be learning something that's going to help us build our lives up, which is really what Musa is supposed to do, it's supposed to make me feel I have a direction in life, and it should make me feel that I'm that I'm accomplishing and that I'm doing good and I'm feeling good about myself, which whatever safer that is, it should be done all the time. A person who decides to do it only whenever we have yeshiva, is, it's not good enough. One of the biggest, biggest things is that there are seven days in the week. Yeah, I was just talking with somebody the other day who uh, has students and their students are four, they, they, they have four days a week. That's it, only four days a week. They're off Shabbos, Friday, Shabbos, Sunday. They're, they're only, they only have four days. And even on Thursday, it's only really a half a day. And Monday is also only half a day. <laughs> so, you know, they have like Monday afternoon to Thursday morning, maybe. Yeah. And then if they don't really have Thursday afternoon, so they don't show up on Thursday anyway. So it's really only Monday afternoon to Wednesday. Like, do you really think you're going to accomplish anything if that's all the time that you're putting in? Karish Baruch Hu created seven days. It doesn't have to be very long, but it has to be consistent. It has to be, when you're doing something seven days, that means it's really part of your life. That's what it really means. Daf Yoimi is an amazing thing. Because Daf Yoimi is seven days a week, every single day of your life. That's what it is. It's Tisha B'Av, it's Yom Kippur. If you're a person, is a person who's an Avelus and he can't learn, then he has a week of Daf Yoimi that he needs to make up. Daf Yoimi doesn't stop for anybody. Doesn't stop. So if a person, and you see by Dafyomi, uh, Dafyomi Yid, he lives with his Dafyomi. That's, that's the way it is. He lives with his Dafyomi. Now, some people, some people do Dafyomi on the side. Some people, this is my main, but I do Dafyomi on the side, you know. But it's still, you can, even those people, the consistency of it makes them that they have to be very, very on top of it. Now, for Dafyomi, a person who has to make a decision, I want to be a part of Daf Yomi. That's the decision that he needs to make. And once he makes that decision, so then he just has to keep up with it because it's not in his hands anymore. When it comes to learning Musr or to learning anything seven, anything else seven days a week where the whole world isn't doing it together, it's you are the one who's deciding to do it. So it's more than just the decision to keep up with it. You also have to hold on to that because there's nobody else there that's pushing you. There's nobody else there that's telling you you have to keep doing it. The maizid, that's what a person needs to do with his musr because with the musr, again, it's a musr that talks to you. It's a musr that you feel connected to and has to be done every day. And it also included in this, and I think we'll stop with this last point, is, and this is very, very hard. If a person can do this, halavai, yeah, is to do chajban and nefesh. Chajban and nefesh is is Chazal already told us, is Mamish the key to overcoming any difficulty. Yeah, it's the key to overcoming a, a, any difficulty. Not to say that it happens right away, but basically doing Chajbin and Nefesh means that I'm... See every day the that truth I'm, in that my face. I, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at myself. Yeah. Yeah, I'm looking at myself and I'm, I'm really... I'm not, it's very easy to consistently do something wrong if I don't have to look at my, myself in the face every single day. Mm-hmm. Yeah? And I can just do it, oh, okay, 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 and you kind of just like push it under the rug. If I have to really face myself every day, 
So that makes it a lot harder to run away from my problem. And the truth of the matter is, is that Cheshvan Nefesh doesn't have to be to another person. You don't have to be embarrassed in front of somebody else to do this. You're just doing it with yourself. And I would even recommend doing it in writing, putting it on paper. Makes it much more real. Makes it much, much more real. Obviously, on days you can write, and Shabbos and, and, yeah. and Yom Tippur, you can't write. You can't write, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't do it on those days as well. Cheshvan Nefesh, Halavai, everybody should do it. If you want to become miyuchad in something, if you want something that you're gonna you're gonna do that there's almost nobody else in the world that does, this could be your thing. If you if you're if you're interested in being uh, being somewhat more special than everybody else in the world, Kemat. And I'm not talking about goyim, yeah. This is something that is extremely, extremely rare and difficult, and it's something that a person has the ability to do. And it's one of the hardest things in the world to do is to look yourself in the face. These are just suggestions. And again, all of them have to be kept in a very positive way because ultimately, the Eitzahara wants you to feel bad. He wants you to feel like you're depressed, you're out of it, and therefore, come, let's get a little bit of enjoyment. Come, let's look at this thing. Come, let's go to this website. Come, let's go out to the park over here and do whatever they do here on Friday nights. Yeah? Let's come, let's all, let's do all those, let's do all those things because it makes me feel good for a few seconds here and there. It makes me feel excited. All of those things come because I really feel like I'm lacking something very big. And I need these little, small, little pleasures to fill it in. And it's a Rachmanus. Because each and every one of us have so much, much greater potential. And we can have, we can be great. We can be unbelievable. And we sell ourselves, sell ourselves short. And we go after these small little pleasures because we're feeling down. We're feeling out of it. But Maisi, each one of us has the ability to overcome it. And to know that there are much, much bigger and more pleasurable things in life than these things. For certainly when it, when it comes to, to, to really, really uh, terrible things on the internet or things like that. But even, even just on, on the street, which are not, not on the same madrega, but they're low. Why, why, do I, why do I need that? I don't need that. I'm a, I'm, I'm a much better person than that. I'm a bigger person than that. So see some of the eights stay positive, Khajman Nefesh, learn Musr, consistency. All of these things are Kadai. Any one of them, I would say it would be Kadai. Pick one. Pick one thing to do. Pick ten minutes out of your day when you're walking here or there. I think that that'll be the best suggestion for today. We'll end off with that today. And anybody who's listening to the recording also. Ten minutes, ten minutes out of your day where you're going someplace or where you have somewhat of an Isoyan during those ten minutes of the day, then I'm going to work hard on those ten minutes of the day not to look. And if it's too hard ten minutes, then choose five minutes. Every day, these are the these five minutes, these ten minutes I'm going to focus on. And you know what might happen? What ha- might, might happen is you might actually, wow, I did great. And what, might also, what else might happen is, wow, I totally forgot about those five minutes. I totally forgot. Just because you forgot doesn't mean the next day you shouldn't do it. And if you, even if you forget two days, doesn't mean the day after that you shouldn't do it. Small victories. Let's win. Let's beat the Eitzah hard in a few places and we'll see. You're going to feel good about it. Thank you for listening. To hear more Shurim like this one, go to jfoundations.com. If you'd like to support us or sponsor an episode, go to jfoundations.com support.